Looking at Raquel in those last five minutes of the Vanderpump Rules reunion part three in her confessional, I felt like I was seeing myself in my love addiction. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know, those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, it's a follow-up. I love a good follow-up. Let's do this. Today, my guest is Rebecca. Now, Rebecca, I have a question for you. Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? Looking at Raquel in those last five minutes of the Vanderpump Rules reunion part three in her confessional, I felt like I was seeing myself in my love addiction. Yeah, it was brutal to watch. Was that not brutal? It almost like sucked the air out of the room. It wasn't a shock to people because I think a lot of people already kind of knew that. All that information. Yeah. 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 But to see her, that was the shocking part to see her finally be honest and break down and see that she had blown up her life for Mm -hmm. a man, Mm -hmm. which I've done, Mm -hmm. and betrayed herself, abandoned herself, betrayed her own values, become someone that she can't stand. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely heartbreaking to see yeah and it was almost like a convulsion like her body was sometimes like gyrating a tiny bit where it was like almost she was trying to get it out and she did have moments where she lied again and then they were like calling her on it it was like so embedded the deception of oneself she was trained she was coached you know it was clear that that she had tom sandoval in her ear Mm -hmm. that whole reunion and then even in parts of that confessional, she didn't want to cross certain lines. But then once she was even a little bit honest, that pageant sort of composure that she had throughout the reunion, throughout the season where people said she was emotionless. I think that's just her broke. survival tactic. Yes, I, I agree. Complete survival tactic. When you when yeah. you're that people are like she's a sociopath and all that stuff. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. she's in survival mode. Like that's full yeah. on survival mode there. Yeah dissociated she just Mm -hmm. doesn't want to lose the one person that she has left because she blew up her life because of this and here's the thing I know she even said he's the one person I have left and she even used the words what was it like she he's gonna kill her didn't he He, she she literally said he's gonna kill me with like a like an awkward smile on her face she's terrified terrified because of him 
Well, it's not even that I feel because everybody's like, that's the only person she has left. But if you think about it, she does have her family. She does have people. But when you're in a love addiction, that person is like oxygen. Oxygen. So he's like her oxygen. So she cannot see she actually has other people. Do you know what I mean? Totally. But I also think she's afraid of him being angry at her. Well, yeah. I mean, he's already off to another girl right now. I mean, he's literally, there's pictures of him with another girl and she's in a mental health facility, which I'm so proud of her. Come on. If you can imagine when, that's where I want to ask you, because it is still Mm -hmm. your secret. When, how long ago was it when you abandoned yourself? And do you wish you would have jumped right into a facility like she did? Or did you? Well, honestly, done it multiple times because I have struggled with sex and love addiction my whole life. But yeah, seven years ago was the time that it was the darkest where I felt the pain that she's in now, where, Mm -hmm. you know, there's that the shame of saying it out loud, what Mm -hmm. you did, and that the like, public humiliation. And I didn't go to a treatment center after but I definitely stepped up my mental health game. Like I went to therapy twice a week, I learned how to meditate. I went to did breath work classes mm-hmm. and um, cause my life had fallen apart and I had nothing at that point yeah. and not even the guy. So I had to, I had time on my hands. So I had to just do whatever I could to not, you know, mm-hmm. go completely off the rails. I really had to just take care of myself after that. So I, I hope that she's doing that because it's, it was the lowest point in my life. Yeah. The You're lowest. literally dying at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It is a death. It's a death of oneself, yeah. a death of that fantasy that she even had yeah. the fantasy of the throuple. Yeah. Like she oh really, God. and she even says, I was in my own reality and I screamed yeah. at the television. I said, no, you were in yeah. fantasy. You were a right. fantasy addict. You were in fantasy. That's not your reality. That's fantasy that she thought it would work out. Yeah. She just doesn't know to call it a fantasy. She calls yeah. it her own reality, but it is absolutely a fantasy. I mean, she said, I love Ariana as a person and I'm in love with Sandoval. So to her, that made sense. I mean, the fact that she thought that that would work out in any world is she doesn't know Ariana then. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm -mm. And And it just shows her desperation to hang on to this person at any cost to sacrifice herself to, to be put in second place Mm -hmm. just to be with this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for so long, I honestly believe it's gone on much longer. Like I just smell it. Like it's just gone yes. on. Even her, him paying for their, her yeah. and James's engagement, something mm-hmm. was off. I even watched it go, who does that? Who, who does that? Who pays thousands of dollars for someone's engagement like that? It was so odd. Yeah. It was so odd. It was and almost I've like he was done- grooming her then or something was going on. I think he was one upping her mate one sorry one upping James maybe maybe and saying like look see I can provide this and look what I can do and I'm this powerful and I'm I'm sort of like wooing you from afar in, mm-hmm. in my own way and I've gone back and rewatched and there's some weird inappropriate weird moments between her and Sandoval even back then when she was with James yeah so I definitely think I thought that was going to be the bombshell that it went that far back 
I did too. I was actually like this better. I know what it is. And then they said the Mexico. I was like, that's a given. Like I already knew that was happening because for her to even try to make out with his best friend after they slept together, I said, oh, they were sleeping together then. Like you don't, it doesn't just stop. I think that's what we need to talk about too, because a love addict has difficulty. So here's another thing, had difficulty being alone. They feel yeah. instant closeness and connection when it's not even warranted. Yes, I knew yeah. I know they were friends. Yeah. But her attachment to him is so extreme yeah. that it's almost like she latched onto him. She did. And she said, they both kind of said this in their own way that the I think he said this on Howie Mandel and she said it in the reunion. The pull, the connection that we had was too strong. It was like a current, like. Mm-hmm. They, neither of them could resist it. And for them to say they slept together once and then, you know, there's so stopped. many different stories that they told and then stopped and then, and then, you know, got back into it in January. No, that's yeah. not possible with the, you know, with the connection that they keep saying that they had. And, and then Tom Schwartz said something like, you know, she's his heroine. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was the smartest thing. And then everybody's yeah. like, no, that's horrible. I'm like, no, she literally no. was his heroine. She was. Yeah. And, and he was hers. And I think yeah. we, I don't want to like miss this because it's important because love addicts literally will blow up their life, lose their reputation, yeah. their financial stability. Her financial yeah. stability is gone. Her reputation gone. is gone. Her standing gone. in the community for this person and that they flirt and sexualize a person they shouldn't. So she yeah. knew she shouldn't and she still did. And he knew he shouldn't, but he still did. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? And they still yeah. did it. So if yeah. their magnet magnetic pull, which is so stupid, I even say people, if there's a pull that strong, run the other way, like run yes. the other way, because yes. the faster the magnetic pull, the faster it burns off. Don't you and agree? We see that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's been my experience. I mean, my I blew up my life for a man that I was with for three months. <gasps> I lost my job, my career, my standing, my you know self respect. I went against my own morals. I abandoned myself. I lost everything. Mm-hmm. And I just looking at her just bawling and being in the fallout. She's out of the fantasy. She's in the ugly reality mm-hmm. of the consequences of what she's done. And it is the most dismal, depressing, awful place to be. It's it killed it, your it soul. Horrible. She said, I'm killing my yes. soul. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was so powerful. I mm-hmm. believed her. I yeah. believed her, even though, she, you know, we just saw her live two seconds ago. I believed that part. Yes, I 100% believe that part. And here's what I also want to say. When they asked her if she was in love with him, you could tell mm-hmm. she didn't want to say it, even though you could tell on her face it was true. And she finally was like, yeah. yes, I love him. And then they asked him and it was like nothing. <sighs> He's Nothing. like, yes, I'm in love or something. He looked down even, I think. Like yeah, he did he does that I when was he thinking lies. He does he didn't want to look like a bad guy, that he was just blew up this young girl's life. Cause he's 40. Let's let's yeah. just people forget, like in your twenties, yeah. your brain doesn't stop developing till 25. So she's 27. Right. He's a 40 year old. Yeah. Well, she was 27 when this happened. She might be 28 okay. now, but yeah. He's 40. Yeah. Yeah. Fully developed. Fully developed. Yeah. And so he he looked down. 
He's been doing yeah. it. I know we said on the last like, episode, but it was yeah. like watching him say, I love her. I was just like, oh, you fucking asshole. Like yeah, I literally was like, you're a liar and you're yeah. going to be on to the next girl. And he already was. And she's sitting yep. in this mental facility, which she should be. God yeah. bless her. Right. I I hope she's getting the help she needs. And even like Lala and sort of Ariana and in interviews after kind of, I think they feel bad. I think after seeing that, a lot of people feel bad now for her. Not they everybody. Should. Not but, everybody. Yeah. Listen, she morally did wrong. Like you and I yeah. have done. And, and we've talked about this in the last episode. We don't need to go into that. Like we've already been yeah. there, but yeah. But there's a part where she actually, I hope, comes out. And I said this to you. I hope she comes out and says, I'm a love addict or I'm a sex and love addict. I hope she takes accountability and opens the conversation up because this is happening all the time. The love bombing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The deception. I can't even tell you how many people I work with or sponsor where it's like, no, we went on the date and everything. And then I found out he was with someone else or I found out she was with someone else or she just ghosted yeah. me after we slept together. It's just like happening mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. With it's inappropriate people. I know. Yeah. It's just not talked about and it's not named. People don't know what what's happening, but mm-hmm. it happens all the time. And this is like an extreme example mm-hmm. of what can happen and what does happen when you act on it when you're swept up in it, this is a very prime example, but it can go to such extremes as murder, suicide, you know, it can, it, but it can does go all to the that time. Place. It does all the time. All the, watch a date. People line. don't talk about it. I know. Every date line <laughs> is about a love triangle, love addiction, where someone is goes to such extreme because of accountability. So yeah. here's the thing I want to say. She, there, they are, well, he's not so much, but she is take. she did take accountability. She was, yeah. even though it was the pageant survival tactic and some right. people thought she was on something. I just think she was in pure survival mode. Me too. But I literally, she le- at least said, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Yes. I was wrong. Yes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. what else is she going to say? You're a love addict. I'm a love addict. What else do you say when you do those things? I, I honestly thought that what more could she actually say? Nothing. No, nothing she could have said would have changed how Ariana and everybody else felt about so her. So angry. It would have sounded like, yeah, it would have sounded like an excuse. And I mean, at least she said that Tom just was defensive and deflecting and did mm-hmm. not take accountability whatsoever. Well, he did one of the love addict ones. He did the, do you believe that the problem in your love life results from continuing to remain with the wrong person? So he kept blaming Ariana for being the wrong person. She wore a t-shirt. Oh my God. That was like, oh my God. That was so gross. Misogynistic body shaming, like weaponizing her self-esteem issues and her, oh my God. But you know why he did it? You know why he did it, right? Why? I saw it as not even just that. I actually, I saw it as that and I knew like everybody would take it. But what I saw, he was trying to save face. With oh. Raquel, trying to give an oh. excuse to Raquel why he did sleep with her. Oh, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when he sense. said it, he he rolled his eyes. He yeah. like looked over at Raquel and then he said it while looking at Raquel. Watch it. Watch Ooh, it. You will okay. see it. It's really, really disturbing. I was like, oh, he's just trying oh. to see face with like his mistress. That's all that, that was. That totally makes sense. It wasn't about body shaming Ariana. I don't believe it was. I think he was Mm -hmm. just making an excuse. 
That's what like, I saw. Oh, well, but I didn't enjoy it. Well, like, but yeah, it wasn't good or anything. Don't well, worry. Because I've heard people say that all the time. Like I, their mistress, and then they, the wife gets pregnant. How many times has oh, that happened? And then they yeah. say the mistress, like, oh, I just had to. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't like that. She was just like feeling depressed. Like they make those kind of excuses. I've heard it. Absolutely. And I also noticed um, a little bit later when she got called out for telling somebody that Tom told her they were in an open relationship mm-hmm. and Ariana was like, yeah, she told someone, I know that Tom was like looking at her, looking mm-hmm. at Raquel and Raquel was like, looked directly at him, not at anybody else, not at Ariana, not at Andy. She's mm-hmm. like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Like a kid, like she's so scared. Like she was getting of, caught. Like, yeah. She's like, I never said that. I didn't say that you said that. And then Tom, He's like, I know. But then like two seconds later, he looks right at her and says, mouths, what the fuck? Like she's in trouble. Yeah. And the cracks are starting to show and she she's scared. That was so telling to me, their body language in that mm-hmm. moment, her being so afraid of him being angry at her. That's what this is about. Like you can't put them in a room together and expect her to tell the truth because then she's betraying him and she can't do that. Oh my God, you know, another moment I want to talk about. And I mm-hmm. I first want to say, because with your situation, I don't want to go into too much specific, but your situation, you also got kind of tormented like that, right? With the person yeah. you were involved with, that they yeah. had this like power over you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, at the time I told myself it was worth it, mm-hmm. ruining my life. I really was that delusional. I I told him and I told myself like, it's worth it. And then, you know, later I was just like, wow, I really thought it was worth it. And it so wasn't, it never is. It never is to blow up your life for a man or a woman or somebody that doesn't care about you and to like completely abandon yourself and everything that you've worked for. She's like, on this show, you know, she has everything going for her and she blew it all up. Yeah, she has like deals on IG. She gets, you mm-hmm. know, endorsement, invited to things on yeah. talk shows, all that stuff. And she literally got rid of all of it. Yeah, she's a pariah now. Yeah. she's. I don't know how she's going to come back from this. And I hope she just focuses on her mental health and herself and f- figuring out who she is without a man. Mm -hmm. And what she really wants to do because she's so lost. Like that's the word that people used for her Mm -hmm. when they didn't, weren't calling her a sociopath. Her castmates are like, he's evil. She's lost. Like after pageants, she didn't know who she was. She didn't know what she wanted to do. She only said that she wanted to work with, with kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the pageant circuit circuit. Cause you had to sort of pick a career and sort of parrot that that's what she wants to do. But she never really wanted to do that. So she doesn't know who she is. No, because here, this is another one. Do you feel that you're Mm -hmm. only really alive when you're in a romantic partnership? Wow. Yeah. And the other one is, um, where is it? You go from relationship to relationship. You end a relationship. It says, do you replace ended relationships immediately? So that's what she was doing the whole season. She was literally going from like person to person. Yeah, Nima, Peter, Schwartz, the, the other guy at the wedding mm-hmm. that she walked down the aisle with at Sheena's <laughs> wedding and then and then Sandoval. And that's the that was the one. Well, don't forget Oliver. And then there was somebody oh, else. Oh yeah, Oliver. Yeah. And Schwartz. Yeah. She kissed Schwartz, Schwartz too. Peter. So yeah. yeah. So Nima, she's... Who's, who's actually the guy that he was the guy that told Sheena what Raquel said about 
the hot tub that he, yeah. that Tom told her that they were in an open relationship. He's the one that outed that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So interesting. And I, he, I was her also ex outed that. Do you see how sort of ex? Yeah. Sort of ex, yeah. but still, that's very um, love addicty to even le- have your exes still in your life. That's a very love addicty thing as well. Like to keep yeah. have a conversation with your exes about that kind of inappropriate stuff. I just find that to be an, another love addicty trait that we don't let go of people. And no, she tried like even left on James too. And he yeah, was like, stop yeah. it, stop it. He's Don't like, no, worry about me. Allie, leave me like, alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave, leave me, me alone. alone. I'm okay. Exactly. Because she was so codependent with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think that relationship definitely damaged her a lot. So horrific. He was horrific to oh, her. Yeah. How he would talk to her, how he would put her down, how he gave her a hard time <sighs> about her nose job. It was like one after yeah. the... I mean, I don't think him and... Al- yeah, and I don't think him and Allie are anything. Hopefully, she has it together more, but anybody picking him mm-hmm. is not probably the healthiest. Come on, let's be honest. I know he, pe- people keep ignoring that. Because it's like Sandoval's so bad, you can ignore yeah. the other horrificness yeah. of... <laughs> the show is great it's like a soap opera and i'm okay i don't want to make it too about james but i just i i want you to tell me how you think she is going to come out of this at all what would be your advice for her because you've been through it you literally lost everything literally lost everything i would say really focus on yourself for real not real PR. no real you're not but not toxic positivity either. Don't do no. that toxic positivity bullshit. I hate that. No, no. Stick with people that are good for you, care about you, love you. Really focus on yourself and your mental health. Go to therapy. A lot of therapy. A Preferably lot. maybe trauma therapy. Trauma, EMDR. I would have her hit. I would have her do energy yeah. work, Reiki. Yes. I would have yes. her do DBT skills. Like I would have her yeah. do all. I definitely think she should be assessed mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm interested to see if she comes out of this and she is assessed. And I, hopefully the number one person that's, you know, in charge of her, what she does next or her mental health a doctor or whatever tells her, do not go back onto reality TV because it is, look what it's done to her. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope, I mean, part of me, of course, the viewer wants to see her back on the show and, um, obviously, you know, see what, what happens and see the aftermath, but for her own mental health, Mm-mm. I would never tell her to go back to reality TV or of course that show or anywhere near Tom Sandoval. No, I mean, and I, I would, would actually her, focus have, on yourself. I would too. And I actually, if I was advising her or working with her, I would say, you know, literally go for a year just yes. like don't do any interviews don't yeah. do anything do not mm-hmm. write a book do not do yeah. any of that <laughs> I feel like people in recovery are doing especially relationship work love addiction and sex and love addiction you have to almost protect it you have to yeah. protect it like it's your new little baby it's like the new little you is getting reborn and yeah anybody's opinion can hinder that recovery so I say protect it at all cost. I tell people, do not speak out. I spoke out after 10 years. Like, do not speak Mm. out. Protect it at all costs. Because it is fragile. Because we are addicted to people. We are addicted to that attention and validation. But I did want to say one more thing. Oh, my God, I forgot a moment. When they went, they wrapped and they went into the green room. And she lovingly 
washed like the glitter off his face. And you just saw that she really loves him. And he was like nothing in return. He was like, thank you. It's not how he was with Ariana at when they first got together at all. You could Mm -hmm. see the love, adoration, lust, whatever it is that he's capable of feeling. You could see that with Mm -hmm. Ariana. But Kristen said on her podcast that when she was at her reunion and she saw Tom and Ariana first together, she was like, oh, shit, I lost him. Because she saw the connection. She saw the love. She saw the attraction. She saw the connection. But looking on the stage, she did not see anything between Tom and Raquel. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Another thing I want to say about Tom is that it's the audacity. Everybody's, you know, probably like, what makes him think that, like, he can get away with this? What? Why? Why did he think that he could do this and get away with it? And I think the reason is because he did it before. He Mm -hmm. went on this reunion after cheating on Kristen. Granted, she cheated on him too, but then coming on to the reunion with his new girlfriend and everybody supporting it Mm -hmm. just because of who his ex-girlfriend was, who he was doing this to was had her own. She was not the perfect victim. She was the crazy one. Mm -hmm. She was the crazy one. So it was co-signed that, oh yeah, now he's with Ariana and he's flaunting it on the stage. This time, 10 years later, almost, And he's with, he did it to the wrong person Mm because she's a more perfect victim. She's more relatable. She's not crazy Kristen. Mm -hmm. She is, you know, likable and he did it to the wrong person. And now everybody's like, dude, you're not going to sit next to Raquel. You're not going to hold hands with her. You're not going to flaunt your relationship. Everybody's just like attack. Mm -hmm. And he really, I think he really thought because he did this exact thing before on I think season two and that reunion, he came out looking like the victim because mm-hmm. Kristen cheated on him with his best friend. Now he's got this new great relationship and people were ignoring the fact that he cheated with Ariana mm-hmm. and, you know, he came out looking great and now he looks like the asshole that he is. Well, I also think, and I a hundred percent agree with you, but I also think he wanted to bump up the high. So what we do as love addicts, and he's a definitely a sex and love addict with narcissistic yeah. narcissism, which is a part of sex yes. and love addiction, but yes. he specifically wanted a bigger high. So yeah. he picked a person close, closer to his yeah. partner and yeah. he amplified it and blatantly had the secret out front for the world to see. Do you see Hiding what I'm saying? Yeah. Hiding in plain sight. So he needed to yeah. bump up the intensity that's why people don't get love addiction sex and love addiction it's a progressive disease you actually keep picking a worse and worse situation because you it's like that jolt we need for our system and once we get away with something we have to bump it up we have to keep bumping it up and that's what he did Mm -hmm. yeah because he kept getting away with it Mm -hmm. and lisa would kept asking both of them like why would you do this like halloween costume thing that's perverse why would you do this and why would you have that conversation it's because they were both getting high off of it they were they were getting off on it it is it says do you get high on romance and fantasy do you get high and they did they acted out a romance and fantasy in front of the world that with a in the house friendship going on trips with her they were always together this is why 
it is so hard for people to see him do that because he was getting high. That was his heroin. That was that. Them in the front row. He got high. And you know when Andy asked him that and he was like, no. I was like, yeah, like you uh, were. You looked down and said, I just fucked her in the restroom and my my whole my wife doesn't know about it. Literally, that was what he was doing. So absolutely he was thinking that and getting off on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. And then oh, it's just so so gross. Well, here's the beautiful thing. They now don't get to ha- live in that fantasy anymore. And it's no, out the, the bubble burst. The bubble yeah, the burst. Bubble and burst. It, it actually is going to save her. Yeah. Even though right now it doesn't feel like it. It's actually probably going to be the best thing that ever happened to her. And I Agreed. want to ask you that my bottom was mm-hmm. the best thing that ever happened to me. Was it for you? I've had a few bottoms, but absolutely. Every time I have a bottom, mm-hmm. I grow. And I if I do the work on myself, I grow and I thrive and I'm way better than I was when I was in that situation. And even before, because it forces me, pain forces me to grow, pain forces us to grow. And I hope that she's in enough pain and I hope she uses it to grow like Ariana is. I think she's thriving. Well, she's thriving. But, you know, the last episode you and I talked, she jumped into another relationship. Yeah, I would never if I was working Mm -hmm. with her in any therapeutic sense tell her to jump into another relationship that trauma that she just endured behind her back is going to take years to heal and I'm not saying don't go in relationship for years but definitely don't go in in six months or a year give yourself time to grieve give yourself time to feel give yourself time to be alone look at the signs you missed because there is and we talked about it in the last episode but Right now she's thriving, but here I can already feel it a little. And I just want to end with this. I feel the tide is turning for her a little. People are actually now saying she's banking on this so hard that people are going to turn on her soon. Just so you know, that's going to happen. It does every time. Like you're the victim. And then if you're banking on it too much and using it too much, people will turn on you. They will. I think it's already happening a little bit. I'm seeing it on the, on the, you know, social media, I'm seeing it. People are like, she was so mean to her and she's just profiting off this heartbreak. And yeah, it's already happening. It It happens. So I feel like she should pull back, do that work on herself. And I don't know, Tom, Tom's on, he's on to the next victim. I mean, let's be honest. He just is a lost cause. He is actually right now. I feel like he has to have public, public humiliation, no financial gain, and he might have to change, but I don't know. And not get the attention that he's getting because he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. He loves them coming and booing for him because any attention is attention. We love negative attention and we love positive attention. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's face it. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so glad we got to wrap this up. I am so grateful for you. And thank you for coming on again and saying, hey, this is a mirror for me. And I know exactly how she feels. So I'm so grateful. Thank you. All right. If you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.